Freddy Krueger, the dream demon, the bastard son of a thousand maniacs. Whatever it is you call him, you know that red and green sweater means a bad night's sleep. Today on the horror movie that almost was, we're entering the dream world with A Nightmare on Elm Street, the prequel. If you're a fan of the horror genre, you know the story of Freddy Krueger. A child murderer who was hunted down by his victim's parents and burned alive in the boiler room where all of his crimes took place. While glimpses of his origin were talked about or seen in various movies from the Elm Street franchise, and we even got an episode of Freddy's Nightmares about it, we were never able to see a fully realized prequel to Nightmare on Elm Street. And boy did they try. While there are many different kinds of prequels, ranging from courtroom dramas to supernatural journeys through actual hell, all of them just come across as kind of missing the mark. Who wants to go to an Elm Street film that's primarily set in a courtroom, or one that isn't grounded in any way whatsoever? By doing that, it essentially takes away one of Elm Street's greatest strengths, the question of is this real or is this a dream? But then, inspiration came from an unexpected source. In 1987, How the Nightmare on Elm Street Began was a treatment written by one of the film's original stars, John Saxon. Saxon played Sheriff Donald Thompson, Nancy's father from the original. He was almost exclusively an actor through his six-decade-long career with no writing credits. So the fact that he wrote this treatment shows just how passionate Saxon was about this film. And it's understandable given that it really dives deeper into both Thompson and Kruger as characters. The story for the film is an interesting one. Set 15 years before the original, we follow Donald Thompson, obviously still played by John Saxon, as he's starting out as a rookie detective. He has a daughter named Betsy. Uh, wait, I said Betsy, not Nancy. Okay, much better. Who he has a difficult time keeping out of trouble, and is a constant source of trouble herself. Then we have Marge, who we know as Nancy's alcoholic mom in the first Elm Street. You are going to get some sleep tonight if it kills me. And she's still married to Don and is Betsy's stepmother. Seeing as how Don and Marge are divorced in the original, it's pretty easy to guess as to just how well this relationship is going. Marge also can't stand Betsy and only dotes on their younger daughter, Nancy, who we obviously know is the main heroine from the original film. Don, wanting to save his daughter from the path that she's on, searches for a child psychologist. And wouldn't you know it, there's a lovely man in the yellow pages that does exactly that. And his name is Fred Krueger. You see where I'm going with this. Rather than a janitor, Freddy is an actual child therapist. Not only that, but he actually seems really well-mannered and even tempered. He acts nothing like he has in other iterations of his past behavior. It adds a lot of tension to his scenes because you always think he's up to no good and just waiting for the opportune moment to strike. It's a welcome change. The story itself is rather grounded, but even then, there are elements that can make this feel like an Elm Street film. During one of Betsy's appointments with Kruger, she takes LSD and trips out during the session. This is a really interesting way to get the ethereal feeling of an Elm Street while still telling a grounded story, 
Betsy even spikes her dad's coffee with LSD at one point, so the trippiness isn't contained to just one scene. And it's these trips that put a haze over the character motivations. Is something sinister really happening, or is the LSD just enhancing that? While it definitely over-exaggerates the effects of LSD, its inclusion makes sense given the time period and the content. How else are we supposed to get to these dream sequences pre-Kruger becoming the dream demon? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Unfortunately, apart from the ending, this is where the good ideas stop and a cult is introduced. Yes, I can practically hear your groans from here. Yes, much like the many failed Freddy vs. Jason scripts featuring a cult of Freddy fanatics, this also features a cult. However, unlike those drafts, this cult is decidedly more Manson-like. Which also makes sense given how much the film is a love letter to the 60s, with all the LSD, free love, and teen rebellion. But it's just something that doesn't feel very Elm Street-like. Especially with how out of left field it is. I understand that they needed to have a killer on the loose in order to further their plot and lead to the Kruger accusations, but it felt very poorly executed and tacked on. Their presence is brief, and yet they impact the story as a whole, so it's odd that they're not introduced earlier. One thing that I need to address, and it is nitpicky, but the film is set 15 years before the original, yet Nancy is 5 years old in this. That would make her 20 in the original. So either Nancy got held back a crap ton, or Saxon didn't do the math correctly when breaking this story. Which, yeah, given the fact that he's an actor and not a writer, it's not exactly a massive surprise. It's likely something that would have been fixed with a rewrite. So again, nitpicky. But the best part of this whole story is the ending. After Betsy is found murdered, yeah, that's right, she gets murdered, Don assumes that it's Kruger and sets out on a path for vengeance. But Don, being a cop, knows he can't just dole out vigilante justice. So he and the parents of Kruger's supposed victims tie up Fred to coerce him to confess. Instead of a confession, it's revealed that he's been nothing but loving to the children, in a totally not creepy way. And it's the parents who are the real criminals, unable to show their own children love. They're the real villains in the story of their children. As you can expect, this angers the parents and their plan to not kill Fred kinda goes out the window. Kruger's killed in a similar fashion to how he's killed in the past, being burnt alive in a boiler room. Unfortunately for Don and the parents, the next day a teenager confesses to the killings that had been blamed on Fred. And the parents realize they've made a grave mistake. Freddy was simply a victim. Sure, the prequel doesn't exactly explain how on earth Freddy was able to get his dream powers, but really, do we need that? The only explanation that we've ever received was the dream demons from Freddy's Dead, and that's widely considered one of the worst scenes of the franchise. Plus, we're able to get this great scene of a young Nancy screaming as she wakes up from a nightmare. It's a great final scene, and one that really sticks with you. Sure, it implies that Freddy haunted Nancy for over a decade before finally trying to kill her and her friends, but that can easily be explained away as him just not being powerful enough yet. 
It's not something everyone will be a fan of, but I thought it was a really fascinating tag. So while John Saxon's treatment certainly wasn't perfect, it felt like the most original way to tell this origin story. Robert England has long been a supporter of any form of prequel, and it's hard not to agree. Freddy is a fascinating character, and a whole character study of his human form seems like it could be really great. And I think utilizing elements from this treatment could be a really wonderful tribute to John Saxon, who sadly passed away in 2020. Unfortunately, after the 2010 remake, the franchise appears to be deader than Glenn. So while I hold out hope we'll see this prequel eventually, my fingers are crossed for any form of Elm Street. Whether that be sequel, reboot, prequel, or even a video game. Because it's been far too long since we've wanted to never sleep again. Thank you for watching our show. If you like what you see, please subscribe to our Joe Blow Horror Videos channel, tell your friends who like this sort of content, and turn on the bell to receive notifications for all of our latest videos. We're an independent company, and we appreciate all of your support.